What's ever? What's up, everybody? That's a great start to the show. What's up, everybody? It's the Wrestling Informer. I'm just so excited because it's Mania Week, Billy. I'm Cav. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. <laughs> that is Billy Body. He is at K100Informer and LockBetting.com. We have all your news and information, and we're going to get right to the news, Billy. But we said last week there was a third man in this group. We were going to have a third man come in. So let's welcome in the third man. Here we go. Let me add him. All right. The suspense. Hey. There we go. There There it is. Joe Cronin from the Joe Cronin Show. What is happening? Man, I'm nothing. We're getting ready for WrestleMania, so I'm starting to get that. I'm starting to feel that power in me, you know, build up. You know, you know, you, you beat girl on cinema to the to the show because we already promoted a man. See, oh really? So, yeah, so, so, the, so that that put you up 51, 49, Joe. You won. You won that one. Well, after seeing uh, you know, Will Smith uh, over the weekend, you know, I feel like more of a man than ever. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that slap. I, 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 I was I was checking in on that yesterday with you. Yeah. Uh, well, I was watching you talk about that live yesterday. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling more masculine than normal right now. So that's that's a good thing. You know, I sent Billy your, I sent Billy your show from the other week, where you went off on Keith Lee because I was pissing myself. Listen, <laughs> I sent it to as many people as I could. I was like, you've got to hit. This is great. This is fantastic. So if anyone wants to look up uh, Drew Cronin show. And hear his uh, take on Keith Lee because what is it? It's it's like thirteen minutes or so. It's not even that long. Was it twenty? Yeah, like you know what I, mean? I, I see. I, I enjoyed Joe's Joe's two shows this week that I listened to because he he said he liked Keith Lee and then buried him for eighteen minutes. Yeah. And he said he, <laughs> he li- and then he said he liked. He said I actually like Will. I like Will Smith and then buried him for thirty minutes. That's his yeah. mo. That's what he likes to. He goes. Yeah. I like this guy, but now I'm going to shit on his. He's life. probably a sweetheart <laughs> of a guy. You fucking idiot. That's what yeah, I hear. Yeah. I just, there's some, you know, I heard that Jericho podcast with him and I went, you know what? This is the problem. I finally figured it out. You know, you made me listen to that Jericho podcast. After that, I had to go find it. I was like, I got to hear this whole interview and yeah. listen to it. I, I lost, uh, I lost about a hundred subs or something. Oh, really? Yeah. I gained some though. So I think I gained a lot more evil people. So that's it's good. amazing that somebody has like they're such they got such a hard on for a guy like I love him so much how dare you say anything bad I'm leaving yeah yeah and I, I what you and what you see is me literally kind of change my feelings about him like within that rant like that's me realizing oh you know maybe this is partially his fault what what's crazy is that um, we've had guests on the show we've had. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo. Um, we've had all these people on. And a show with one of our, us and one of our other buddies ripping apart Dean Ambrose talking to Stone Cold Steve Austin. They somehow through word of mouth, that ended up getting 77,000 hits on that show. Oh, so, uh, and, it, and it was just us watching along. It was a watch along yeah. of Ambrose just killing himself with Steve Austin. <laughs> and Steve Austin wanting to kill him. <laughs> Yeah, it's the pulling teeth episode. I guess that would be called. Um, you, you never know. I I remember my worst one of my worst videos ever got two million views, and I thought, oh wow. no, like this is the worst video like ever. Like I'm just babbling and I'm all over the place, and it goes viral. It's like why? And then there's two videos before it that are well put together, and it's like, well, okay. Where Where's the best place so, to find all your stuff? First off, 
Uh, YouTube.com slash Joe Cronin Show or Joe Cronin Show on YouTube. There you go. Thank so you. just a quick one, Joe, just for people that don't know who you are. I, I'm i previously, I'm in the same boat as you. I had a verified Twitter account. Yep. Uh, I, I, I work in sports gambling. I'm on a sports gambling podcast and also in wrestling as well. My biggest mistake was is that wrestling makes up 1% of my income and mm-hmm. it used up like 60% of my energy instead. And that ended up with me getting my verified Twitter account canceled where yeah. I could have sold thousands and thousands of packages to like gamblers and got them on my Patreon. I had 75,000 people on there and these pieces of shit got me canceled. So I had to start over again. That's a similar situation to what happened to you, right? Yeah. I had 36,000 Twitter followers and I said, MTV hates white people. That did it. That did, <laughs> it. did it. That's what took me out. Yeah. I tweeted at MTV because that whole thing was going on where they put out some cringy video or whatever. And as a, you know, just as a joke, obviously it says I'm not much of a comedian, but I tried to be funny. And I wrote MTV hates white people. And they were like, no, you're okay. You're banned. Wow. I, and I, I was perma banned. So it yeah, was, yeah, so Bill was the same way as me. Like, I absolutely can't stand that. They basically are censoring artists and people who are, you know, the girl on cinema, you know, is someone, you know, you mentioned she might have come on. You know, she's walking the line now, too. Everybody's kind of angry at her. But, you know, yeah. I, I like these individuals that cause a bit of controversy or these po- these polarizing individuals. Like, Bill is somebody i known for years has been like that. And I, I'm drawn to that. That's interesting to me. It's not this evil thing that people think it is. But I don't do you know. remember what I said? Do you remember that whole thing? Do you remember what I? Do you remember what I said? To who? To get in trouble? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think. That, I think. Time? I think the well, main was think, about women. Something about women. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I think the main thing. The main thing that uh, the main thing that ended up getting up Saturn on sat up Saturn's nose was, and him getting everybody to cancel me was the fact that I said I don't care how much WWE shoved this down my throat. I go to shows and I see everybody taking a piss. Mm-hmm. I'll always rather watch women be strippers than wrestlers. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And, and that was the that was the end of me. So, if I yeah, was I actually known, I would have gotten canceled a long time ago. But I, I'm very under the radar, so I, I'm saying mm-hmm. I say every word in the book on on my show, but no one hears it. So it's easy. we'll help you. We'll help you. We'll get- <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get the get the rub to get canceled, and uh, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. The, I, it's it's easy for us. I mean, we, we I've been doing it for ten years and and barely have that following. But you have your hardcore group that's like ride or die forever. That is in your humor realm. Like they have the same sense of humor. So those are the people that it's like family. And then mm-hmm. if you get those little fr- fringe that come in, because I used to do just wrestling stuff, and mm-hmm. then it would graduate into just anything I wanted to talk about. And then we were yeah. like, I'm tired of talking about wrestling. So we didn't speak about wrestling at all. Brought it back semi-recently and do a separate show, just wrestling. But it's it's one-liners and ball-busting is what I do. But it has gotten me subscribers because it's like, yeah. wow, all right, they want to hear that. And then I'm like, shit, I feel my actual talent show that I do, the good show, <laughs> nobody cares about. It's like, why would they want to hear the wrestling stuff when... I'm, you know, it's better off when I'm not talking it, but it sells. People want to hear about wrestling. Yeah, it's. I think I have the same trouble. I think we all kind of do. I think we all have this, like, hey, we want to talk about wrestling. We know about that, so that's an easy in. But then there's that side of all of us, I think, that enjoyed the entertainment shows of back in the day, podcasts, Howard Stern type of stuff. You know, we all like that, so you want to kind of shift it that way. That's what I always wanted to do as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think everyone's got that 
thing where you gotta you can do more than wrestling, but you you're kind of using wrestling as the uh, you know the well, way. Howard's not Howard's not Howard now, is he? No, no, no. Now no. he's I don't know what he is now. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to let Joe. I got a I got a Howard tattoo, and uh, not his face. I have the logo, the fist logo on my calf, and. He's- I've been a fan forever with Howard and like influenced wise, obviously by Howard and just everything from the nineties that you watched with him and all the, you know, channel nine show and all that good stuff. And boy, it was almost pretty much after the Artie stuff happened. It was like, it's, yeah. I'm like listening to sports radio instead. I'll, I'll tune into Chicago regular radio to listen to stuff instead. Now. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the same way. The local ra- the sports talk here is, is much more entertaining and do we all have blue eyes? Because we're all the devil. We are. We're devils. Yeah. I don't know. Man, Billy's are yours real or no? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are real. I was going to say, I don't know if his are real. I mean, I know his nose and his teeth aren't, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should get into the news first, and then we're we going to. We should get into the news because I want you to, Joe, I want you to look at our YouTube channel and find the show and see some morons going to put up the minute the minute that we start talking about wrestling, they'll go, these guys didn't get down to the wrestling till 1034. I brought, I brought pearls that they can clutch in the meantime. So what do we got for news, Billy? All right. So I didn't have this on my list, but I got a news story today. So it says here, Dave Meltzer calls out current WWE name for giving him false information. So he's now, He's now making this the reason why he's been wrong about everything. It's his fault. Awesome. He told me. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so, so this story says, um, this story says that uh, there was a time, I'm going to say, remember when Eric Bischoff was general manager of SmackDown, so I was getting texts from a chain of people that were giving me information that was completely false, and they still are. Um, one of them was so ridiculously false that it was a joke, and a couple of others actually could have been true, but they weren't. I checked it out, and of course, it's not there. Uh, and they left their numbers on the thing. So I went to one of my friends in WWE and said, and they there were messages from, and I'm reading, I'm not, I, it's not I can't read, I'm reading it how he talks, like, which is retarded. Uh, and they were messages that were from people in WWE to Vince, and it was a 203 number, one of them. I go, is the 203 number Vince? And they go, no, that's not Vince's number. But they tell me these people who are giving me but they tell me who these people were who were giving me false information. So in mail to speak, he was given a chain of like conversations with someone told him a 203 number was Vince. He checked it out with someone and he said, no, they'll get these is false information, but I recognize all the other numbers. That's what he's trying to say, but he can't speak properly. Um, I'm going to say they were who they were. I'm not going to say who they were. Sorry, that's me being an idiot. Uh, but they were scumbags. They're stupid scumbags because it's like, I guess they're not going to get really mad at me when they hear this, but they're certainly going to know that I said it because I text them back and said, you guys are scumbags, by the way. You know I'm not a fool. It was some of the stupidest stuff, but whatever. They tried to do it, whatever. One of them ended up being fired before they could ever worry about it anyway. The other one is still there, but whatever. He knows who he is. It was very easy to find out who the chain was. It was like a piece of cake, actually. So they just want to do this because the guy is still completely wrong about everything. Like we pick holes. I mean, I'm never wrong, and I come on here and give you all the correct stuff. And sometimes it's an easy show for me because 20 minutes of our show is telling you that the story that he's just put out is about to be wrong. Such as, do you remember when Seth Rollins was beating Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble? 
and um, and Brock Lesnar, or Brock Lesnar was beating Roman Reigns at day one, and Seth Rollins was beating Biggie, and all this made up shit that was that wasn't that wasn't going to happen. Twists even to this week, turn, when, Bill, Bill twists and turns. That's what he said. Even, even this week, change. even today, he's covering his back by saying, "Oh, it's supposed to be Cody," but I'm hearing from people that Cody's. Um, thinking about backing out and all this stuff. It's like, what are you talking <laughs> like about? Like, he just like, decided to back out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know it's been Cody for, for three months, which is what I've been saying here. Like, I'm how, still praying like, you're how, wrong. I'm still, I'm praying they go, you know what? Too many people know. Let's do something else. I really, I'm hoping he just shows up Monday. I don't want this on Mania. Why? I, it's too, I don't like it if it's, it's terribly obvious like that. Like, my buddy Suit Williams tells me, he goes, I'm more convinced now than ever that it's going to be The Undertaker. And I was like, I know it's crazy. I go, I, I'd rather that be. It would be more of a surprise. It would not be expected that Undertaker came out. The lights it's, just it's, go off and it's, it's two seconds worth of a match. Who cares? Listen, the thing is, the problem is, is that you're in this like in this circle and in this community. If you're not in this community, then it is still a big surprise. And they're not, and they're unlike AEW, they're not booking for this this shitty little community. They're they're booking for the the people that don't know. I shield my son from everything, mm -hmm. so like I I I'm still going back and going, oh, who do you think it's going to be? Do you think uh, really? I mean, sometimes he said something that's better than what it's going to be. So I'm trying to like <laughs> make a big thing. He goes, Oh, I hope the fiend's coming back. It's like, no, oh. it's worse than that. Like, it's not as good as that, but like, you know, <laughs> okay, I, I'm, I'm, so throwing, I'm throwing out guesses to him. Like, Oh, sh Oh, I heard it's going to be Shane McMahon and, and, and things like that. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I shield him from it. So when it happens on Saturday, he'll have a genuine reaction to it. We won't, but that, even in the middle of it, when they said they signed Cody and these dirt sheets were saying stuff like, Oh, negotiations have hit a snag. The difference between me and them is that I come on the show, do the four or five bits, and then we fill it with conversation. And then these dipshits complain about it that we haven't, that we only did like 10 minutes of news. But that's the thing. Like, I'm happy to do 10 minutes of news. I don't have a website where I have to put five or six stories a day to keep my web traffic going. This is not my, this is not my primary income. My primary income is sports gambling. So when I open my mouth and give you wrestling news, it is actually going to happen. It's always correct. And that's because I don't need to fill this shit up. There was no snag. There was no issue in negotiations. Cody Rhodes is left to come here. He didn't sign his contract. That's it. You're going to see him on Sunday. That's the end of the story. Joe, do you think 100% are you locked in that it's going to be Cody? Or do you think they might do something like Shane shows up and then he's not the guy and then Cody does show yeah. up? Something, anything off maybe? Yeah, I've thrown out different things like, okay, maybe he'll, he'll go, it's Shane, and then Seth beats him, and then Vince goes, oh, by the way, it's a gauntlet match. I didn't tell you. And then he brings out someone else, and then he brings out, and finally it's Cody. But the other thing with Shane... I that, said that to you earlier on the phone, remember? Oh, did you uh, guys? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he said that to me I, yesterday. He was hoping for this, yeah. Yeah, so I was, I was talking about a gauntlet match. that actually won the poll I put up on Twitter uh, recently, but also Shane McMahon... Maybe he's that. Maybe Shane's there for the Undertaker. Maybe Shane's gonna come out and go on a rant or something, and then the Undertaker come out tombstone him. But even if that doesn't happen, maybe Shane's just there to throw people off a little bit to keep us doing this what yeah. we're doing right now. But clearly, to me, it's been Cody, like you said, since day one. And you know, there's there's rumors about things, but like you said about Meltzer, is that guy? He he looks at a lot of obvious stuff. I feel like, and then creates a new story based off of it, like you're saying. Uh -huh. Yeah. The, because he's got to shuffle out 10 or 12 stories. But Rumble was hilarious when he said, you know, there's going to be major twists and turns, and it's like nothing happened. Like, we, I think we predicted the whole Rumble, almost most people. So it was ridiculous. My thought on when 
that there's any thought of it not being Cody is only because I know Vince does that little twist turn, as uh, Melzer would say, at Mania more than it. Like, there's always that surprise type of thing. And when Seth is going, oh, it's nice to play with rumors when everybody's chanting Cody, Vince, I would think, yeah. has to hear this and go, well, shit, everybody knows. I got to gotta do something at least to do a little bit but of at a the twist. Same, but at the same time, you can't. You can't book to you can't book a surprise, which is a letdown. Do you see what I mean? You can't say, "Oh, they all know it," so let's book yeah. something worse. I mean, if, if they're gonna if if they're gonna have the Undertaker go out there, or the Fiend is coming back, or whatever, then yeah, that's different. But there is you cannot go higher than Cody at this point, like especially when people want that. So, I mean, you could definitely do Joe's Gauntlet thing, and I still think that's that's going to be on the table for you, for you. Um, but let me let me give you sorry. There's one other thing too, real quick. My other theory was The Rock, if he doesn't show up at the end, right? What if The Rock couldn't show up? What if they're not doing that at all? And what if what if Shane is there to take to get Seth so Cody can face Roman at the end of the night? But I don't know about that. But that's just something I mentioned the other day, too. Billy. You, I mean, you're, you're uh, Billy, uh, you, you don't think uh, Rock's there at all, right? Um, no, I don't think he's I don't think he's coming to Dallas. I think he's definitely at 39. Because I feel everything's locked in towards that, towards towards getting towards that match. I mean, they they could have had the match this year, and it was down to the the whole change of the XFL, and it just suited both parties. It suited WWE because um, they want the Rock when he's available to do as much television as possible. And he told them straight out, like, I can still do Mania, but I'm going to start looking for other other work because I've already got this this whole time free because I was supposed to be doing XFL. So. Next year, while he's doing XFL, he's still going to have that free time, so that's when he's going to do it. But I think they want him on on television, and Fox want him on television as much as possible. So they've gone down a different direction. The interesting story, the interesting background of that is, I don't know if people know this, but this is the um, the second time that Rock and Roman has been postponed, or the first time it got completely cancelled. Do, do you know back at WrestleMania 29, when Rock lost to Cena, that he was supposed to come out the next day, and... Uh, and say goodbye to people. He's gonna he's gonna be going away for a bit, whatever. And Brock was supposed to beat the shit out of him in New York on Raw. And Brock Lesnar was supposed to lose to the Rock at WrestleMania 30. And at WrestleMania 31, Rock was supposed to Rock was supposed to put over Roman instead of Brock Lesnar. Jeez, that's a long so, time ago. So so we got Brock Lesnar here for um, seven more years than what was the intention because he wasn't supposed to get another contract. He was supposed to just lose to the rock at WrestleMania 30. And that was supposed to set up a WrestleMania 29, but he broke his ribs or tore a hamstring as well in the Cena match and didn't turn up for raw. And they didn't even know he wasn't going to be a raw because the ending of raw was, um, the rock getting attacked by Brock Lesnar. And they said, where's the rock? And they were like, Oh, he's got on a plane. He's out of here. He didn't even tell them. So they ended up putting money in the bank, cashing on the show instead because the raw looked terrible. And Dolph Ziggler had to win the belt on the fly. Hmm. So that was the, so that that's the background of this of this Roman match. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think that will get cancelled again. I genuinely do think that will happen here. So let me just give you these other stories, and we'll move on to the Mania preview. So uh, onto that onto that Rollins thing. If you thought it looked weird that they released that during the day, and that that and that, 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 that and that wasn't on Raw, where it was supposed to be Rollins hijacking the show, that that was all changed over the weekend. So. Rollins was supposed to come in and hijack Raw, and then Vince was supposed to give Rollins the role of hosting WrestleMania. 
at which point he would abuse his power as the host and then say that he wanted to have a match on the Saturday. That was what was supposed to happen. It wasn't supposed to be this thing filmed to air on Monday. It was supposed to be this thing to where Rollins hijacked Raw and they would come out and say, you've got, you've got a meeting with Vince McMahon tomorrow if you get out of the ring. And that's where he was supposed to be announced as the host. But all of that changed. Uh, to add to that, another thing that changed, and this is ridiculous, and this is 100% true, you can go and have a look. Vince McMahon, his ego is so big that the the way that they, when they filmed it and aired it during the day and he watched it back, it said that he was meeting Seth Rollins at 8.45. When it aired on Raw, they edited it to 9.05 because Vince McMahon was livid and he turned around and goes, it makes me look weak that I met him earlier than 9 a.m. when he was supposed to be there. Oh, man. <laughs> so he goes, he goes, he goes, if I tell someone 9 a.m., I would never meet them. I, I, would, I would never see them at 8.45. Went, Why have you put that in? And he had that changed between it going out on .com and airing on television afterwards. And another thing I want to add before you guys discuss that is that the reason why you're seeing all this Vince-ness, this Vince involved with Rollins and Vince involved in this McAfee thing, and the reason why you're even seeing Shane McMahon back in the fold this weekend so early and why you saw Triple H announce what he announced it's all centering around the Vince McMahon documentary. He's a family man who gets on with his son and his daughter and his son-in-law. And, and that's all going to be integrated into the documentary. He's a guy that goes and works out at 3 a.m. He's a guy that can still get in the ring. And he's a guy who's involved in all of the storylines. So everything that you're seeing and this extra emphasis on Vince and these Vince T-shirts that are going to be coming out this week and everything, it's all centered around the documentary where they're going to make him look like he's an absolute lunatic who's involved in the storylines, the television. He, he trains like a maniac. He writes. He does everything. It's all exaggerated for the documentary to make him look superhuman for, the, for that. So that. That's why you're seeing all this Vince, Vince-ness on television. They'd rather him, uh, he'd rather look like a guy who makes people wait and is late to have meetings than be a you know nice what? person that's to probably, take him early. That's probably there. part of it too. And what's, and what's crazy is that WWE, for this documentary to go through, they ask for right to copy. For anyone that don't know what that means, it means that they need to see it before it goes out. Like that's one of the things that they negotiated. But I'm not sure that they know what looks bad and what looks good. I mean, in Vince's mind, he may think it looks good for them to turn around and edit something where it says, oh, you saw Rollins at 8.45, and he turns around and goes, 9.05, I would never see anybody early. Like, I'm I'm the one with all the power. And he may think that looks good, but to the people looking on the outside, they may think that looks bad. So it's only going to be their opinion what makes Vince look good, but I don't think that they have a good grasp on public perception, to be honest with you. He's, he's, if he wants to look good or powerful and making him wait, meanwhile, he's letting the guy jump up and down on his desk like a fool. Right. That's okay. Well, he's, well, well, then he's, then that adds weight to Joe's idea because with Rollins jumping on the desk and Vince giving him that look, maybe he is going to get shafted. Maybe he is going to face three guys. I mean, that, Joe, Joe, did you say that after the desk thing or have you had this theory for a while? Yeah, I think I had it before. Yeah, because that was Monday, right? So yeah, I had a yeah, I had it before that. Yeah, that where I was like, okay, but that definitely helped it out. Like, okay, this right. is and what you said they were gonna do is what I thought was gonna happen. And he basically told us all that I'm gonna take over Raw basically, and yeah, it would make sense because then they can get all these other names out there. They control everybody a little bit, 
Um, and I guess then, then they can be, oh, it is Cody. You know, they can make us think, oh, man, it's Shane. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. But then then Seth has to beat all these guys, right, to get to right. Cody. And now if when he loses to Cody, I don't know, does that take something away then from Cody? It's just, you know, because, hey, wow, you beat a guy who just, you know, beat two or three other guys before you. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. What do you, what do you, um, what do you think about this documentary? Have you heard about this documentary, and then how do you think this is going to come off? I thought, I thought that they'd wanted Vince to be in in a match or in the ring at some point. I'd heard that a couple times, and then I started b- believing that in my head, like, oh, that makes I, sense. I still, I, I still believe that will happen. Yeah, this yeah. is Billy's yeah. Billy's whole theory. He's held firm to it on Conan, where they were like. They stuck him to a board and said, say yes or no. And he is still saying Vince, like his prediction is that Vince is involved with this McAfee thing, that he's actually going to get in the ring. And you think he may possibly be the guy who pins him. It's just because I know a documentary narrative, which is he's going to be portrayed as a psychotic person, like this superhuman mm-hmm. who goes and does weights at 3 a.m. in the morning and can still do, still get in the ring and still get up after, uh, and still have four hours sleep. And I know the narrative is superhuman. There's nothing more superhuman than, than doing that. There's nothing more superhuman than I'm going to go and do the McAfee show and then I'm going to have this storyline with Rollins and I'm going to be on television with Austin Theory and I'm going to have a match too and my son-in-law's going through this and like they don't want they don't want the storyline of the documentary isn't going to be that he had a that he doesn't get on with Shane I mean he can have a row with Shane but then obviously you know you could repair that like what if the storyline is is that him and Shane fell out at Royal Rumble and then they made up and they have a big hug at Wrestlemania like what if that's an overriding episode of the documentary like we we don't know how much is fact and fiction at this point so what else do you have do you have another one more story or you have a couple yeah, I have a couple, but okay. I'm going to breeze through. Um, so one of the things that WWE, the, the, um, that they made a big point of, they don't really talk about AEW too much, but one of the things that was mentioned about AEW some time ago was how ridiculous that women's match was on Rampage. It was ridiculed and used as an example of this is what we don't do. You remember when Bunny and Anna Jay and everybody were bleeding? Cutting themselves, yeah. And so... And there was a then there was a point where at that point it was very much highlighted that the we will do this when we need to do this. There is a time and a place to do this kind of wrestling, and it needs to be a, a, a one-off time, and it needs to be very very like worthy of this because that's the only time you do. It. We don't spill blood left and right. And uh, to make a point of this, a while ago, talking about two months ago, maybe. Um, it was decided that the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar main event of WrestleMania on night two would be a point where they would showcase when and where people would bleed. And so that is what you need to expect on Sunday. Hmm. That is going to be the point where, and it all came about from the AW thing where it was like, this is what we don't do. And this is why we don't do it. And when we do do it, and this is not just going to be blood, or this is going to be kicking out of kicking out of things. This is going to be when they do the AEW match that they laugh at AEW for doing. They say they're, they're basically saying that when people when you do what AEW do, it needs to be done in this time and place. And that time and place has been highlighted as this Sunday's main event, and that's been there for a while. So you're going to see a very serious attempt to have the best WrestleMania main event that you've that you've ever had. Uh, which is going to involve kickouts and bloodshed. What are your thoughts, Joe? Yeah, I'd love. I think they're going to need that. I mean, after all the stuff with Roman and Brock in the past, I mean, they're going to have to throw 
everything at this thing to be better than all of those moments. Plus, they're going to have to leave Rock looking pretty strong when, you know, I believe I believe Roman's, you know, winning with the belts. Fox wants, you know, everybody wants Roman on their show, and now he can go to both shows, you know, with both belts. So, yeah, I, I like the idea of that. Yeah, I, I like it too. And, like, as they say in the old time, you know, the blood feud and – this is really it. This is the longest thing, and we've seen it a couple times, but they've always been tied together, so they've been really at each other's throats, so a little bit of blood, and it makes it more special. I do get that it is more special when blood does not happen every match, like where we did see AEW, and I think it was pay-per-view. It was There's blood every match, and you were like, all right, it's mm-hmm. almost like TNA having uh, the cage match every match. You go, it's not... You got to, you know, don't blow me every day. A little, little bit special. So that was a hilarious match with those women, though. I, one thing is I laughed at it. It was one of the, well, it was like the one with the weird botch right off the top rope to the outside. The table didn't break. Oh, yes. Bounced off. Yeah, there was, just, there was just blood. And they're all bleeding. They're all like, they all cut the top of their head and they're bleeding everywhere. Um, so the last story I'm going to do is it's the one from last week that we saved and then we'll, and then we'll move on to Mania. Um, so in regards to this uh, unification, now, internally, there's a lot of questions being asked about the unification, and they're not getting any answers. Now, one of the key things about the unification is, and, and the key confusing point is the fact that the idea of the UK pay-per-view on September the 3rd was for Drew McIntyre to win a world championship with crowds. The way they were going to go about this was to have Drew McIntyre feud Roman Reigns after WrestleMania, lose and then lose again with the stipulation being one of those stipulations where if you lose to me again, you cannot challenge me again because the whole thing would be Roman would just about get through by the skin of his teeth and he doesn't want to face Drew again. So he says, this is your last chance. Once that last chance had expired, Drew McIntyre would go on to win money in the bank in Las Vegas. And he would do the good guy thing where he would turn around and say, I'm not going to be cashing in my money in the bank behind your back. I'm going to challenge the champion that I'm allowed to challenge, which is the guy from Raw, whomever that may be, and I'm going to challenge you in the UK. So that keeps Roman out of the equation. It means he gets to keep his belt, and Drew McIntyre still wins the world title and goes back to Raw after having the feud with Roman, so Roman goes through another opponent. That has been planned for a while. A lot of my like sources in the UK know that on September the 3rd, Drew McIntyre is supposed to be winning the championship. Mm. Now nobody knows if that's going to happen. And there's no answers to the question, what happens with Corey? I mean, the easy answer may be still facing Roman, but you're losing. But everything after WrestleMania is still advertised to be Drew and Roman. So there isn't really a lot of answers to this, but it's just very interesting that that was a 100% thing that was going to happen. And also, if you do go with the one belt unification and you're heading towards Roman and Rock, what does Cody do in the meantime? What does Lashley do in the meantime? What does Drew McIntyre do in the meantime? What does everybody do? Do they just and what did they they just lose to Roman Reigns? Like, is that the year you, you Roman Reigns goes through Drew, Cody, Rollins, and Lashley um, throughout the next calendar year? I mean, what what do you do? What do you think, Joe? I think they're wait. I think they have to wait until there's somebody big enough that can overtake Roman, and they don't have that, and they still don't have that, and they don't know if they're gonna have that. Say Cody Rhodes comes in, and he has success, and he builds up this following, and people go crazy for him for whatever reason. Well, maybe that's your guy, or maybe he loses uh, to Roman early on, but comes back later. But yeah, until somebody can 
be bigger than Roman, I don't think they're ever going to take this belt off of him. And even when he faces The Rock, then it's what do you do with the belt then? You know, is The Rock going to win a title? So he's probably going to beat The Rock too. But you're looking for that next guy, that next face, that next big name. And if you don't have that, I think they're going to leave. They're trying to, I think they're trying to find that until they can get to The Rock so he can then beat The Rock so that then the next face or baby face that's over can be the one to challenge Roman once he's been built up for a year or two. But I, they're just kind of have to hope that something like that happens. Otherwise, I, Roman's not going to lose his belt. Well, for, for for that belt, well, when when the when the storyline was supposed to be having two titles, the second title was supposed to go to McIntyre in England, right? Uh, or sorry, it's going to be in Wales now. The second mm-hmm. title was supposed to go to McIntyre in the UK, and that would be your title that gets passed around to your Rollins, is like Lashley's, and Cody's. And that would be a belt that they can win after they lose to Roman. This main title at the moment. That's been earmarked for the likes of Gabe Stevenson and Bron Baker. Uh, Bron Breaker. After the whole Rock thing is done, they're going to see where those two guys are at after the Rock loses to Roman Reigns. That I know is internally the plan. As for the guys that currently exist, your Cody's and your Drew McIntyre's, they're supposed to go for the second belt, which after Sunday won't exist anymore. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can hold off the unification. The unification is happening because Nick Khan. Uh, has spoken to the sponsors and, and everybody, and they want to have Roman Reigns and and Brock Lesnar and these these main event guys on both channels. Like they don't want they don't want to continue to appease Fox and USA. And the only way to do it is to have your main guys being able to go everywhere. But it's also going to upset a lot of people when Cody and Drew and Rollins can't win world championships for three or four years, which is what's going to happen. I'm I'm hoping that they just unify this. I don't like that there's two world titles. It's always bothered me, um, and it's hard for but then, me. But then you have, but then you have your, you know, what we used to say back in the day of how has Mister Perfect never been a champion, and how has um, uh, Jake the Snake or Roddy Piper never been a champion? The reason why they weren't champions is because Hulk Hogan was always the champion, right? Yeah. And and rarely changed. How, if we had this the world heavyweight title back in the eighties. Then Savage and Hogan, or Savage and or Hogan and Warrior, could have been champions together, but that didn't happen. That's why Mister Perfect's not maybe, is an ex world champion. Maybe that's why Cody's. Maybe Cody's job will be to elevate the IC belt again, and they'll get back to that. Maybe they've realized let's go back to the Intercontinental Championship. I would like I mean, if they dude, did. Have you, seen, have you that. seen where that belt? Have you seen where that belt is at right now? Though? As I, I said, you, you, <laughs> well, <laughs> Billy got into I mean, it. Well, he he one sided it, but I was like, okay, we could tell Ricochet to go sign some autographs and just give this belt to someone else to build it up. And for me, mm-hmm. as stupid as it sounds, the way the belt looks to me matters to me. Like. I hate this new one. It. I like yeah. the old school, and I want the old tag belts back. The demolition days. I want that belt back. I've. I'm now yeah. decently okay with the world. I'm still not. But if if any of them are staying, that's the one I would say okay then. But I'm a winged eagle guy. I like the old school. It's these are the belts. But this yeah. new IC belt looks like shit. And like I can't imagine Cody being the world champion. I just I don't see it. It's like they're. They're on that other level. And the way you were saying, Billy, the old days, there was. There's this high level, and then there's this next one. It doesn't mean as much to me if Macho was world champ and someone else is universal champ. You're always like, to me, it's the WWE champion is the champion. And it was the same with that WCW world championship. And I always was like that. For me, that was the secondary belt. 
And a little bit of who holds it does help because I feel Roman is more the champion because of what he's done, track record, longevity. So that belt has a little more prestige to lineage, me right but now. The lineage, but the lineage is with the other one, yes, right? Yes, 100%. 100%. Right. So. All right, so before we – so we're going to do the Mania preview. So I'm going to allow uh, you and Joe to mainly talk uh, about Mania. I'll, I'll chip in here and there, and here's the reason why. Uh, tomorrow, me and Cav are doing the the gambling preview of the of the of the WrestleMania of the WrestleMania card. Can you believe they can bet on go... this, Joe? He bets on wrestling. <laughs> I'm like something you know is going to happen. He could gamble in England. It's not fair. I lo- well, I mean, what do we yeah, have? It's on? in the U.S. Too. We can do it here. We can do it on what FanDuel or something. I can't. California, yeah. God forbid, you do anything. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's so whack. It's so whack. All right. So yes. Well, so, so so so. Go ahead, sorry, Joe. go on, Joe. No, I said he'll be gone soon living in California. We're going to say you're going to we're going to just break off the US Dip and close the, the ocean. <laughs> I'll be my own uh, country after a while. Mm-hmm. Escape from LA. Great weather though. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Go ahead. So bro. here's how the week so here sorry, so here's how the week's going to work. So we're going to be putting out a show tomorrow on the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Dirty Sheets, which is going to be the gambling preview. So I'm going to go through all the betting lines, and I'm also going to go through all those fun markets as well because there's loads of prop markets as well now they've released, like uh, how many stars the matches are going to get and <laughs> how many minutes they're going to last and how many stunners is Austin going to hit and is he going to have a match or not have a match and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to run through all of that tomorrow with Cav. And then on Saturday, we're going to do a last-minute preview. And that's going to be on the Dirty Sheets and the Dirty Sheets YouTube channel. And we're going to do that live. So for all the people that come on here with your shitty comments and you hate Cav and Cav's the worst host ever and I'm full of shit. And, and I'm I a giant mark, too apparently, too. I don't know, because yeah. I, I have a sweatshirt, I guess. That may, I'm like, quit, meanwhile, I wouldn't stand in playing, line to get a... Quit playing with your hair. Yeah, quit you quit playing with your hair, with your hair Billy. That's always the yeah. thing. <laughs> hey, yeah, if so... I had his hair, I'm going bald now. I always had long <laughs> hair. I would play with that hair all day. I'd molest it live on the shows. Oh, it'd be great. So, so we're going to do that show live on Saturday after NXT, okay? So that that's what we're doing for the week. So I'm going to let Cav and Joe mainly take the floor here and talk about WrestleMania, the WrestleMania Cup. All right, I'm reading off the matches here in no particular order, but this will be the Saturday lineup, which I don't think this will be the first match. But actually, Raw, I don't think Raw was horrible this week. It did drag for me only because it's three hours. But I did feel that they did a little bit of something this week to help. And it starts off here with the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch, who's the champion against Bianca Belair. This added a little bit of a tidbit to it with Becky getting her hair cut, where I was 100% obviously thinking Becky was losing her title. The way this ended now, I go, hmm, maybe not. And then I'm hoping maybe even if Bianca does win this, afterwards we get... um, Bailey running in and chopping this damn hair off finally because I've had this idea since before uh, Bailey was hurt that it was going to be a hair match and uh, that's apparently where they were going so maybe that continues finally. I thought it would have been funny if she chopped her hair off on that episode and then Bianca during the match at some point you know what I mean she could have uh, gone under the ring or something. And grabbed her chopped off hair and then beat her with the chopped off hair. Like, <laughs> yeah, still use it after all, right? Here she cut her off. She cut off her head. She still has it. Yeah, I would have laughed at that. That actually um, would work, I think, too. I think it would be kind of funny. The crowd would cheer. Maybe she used a chair earlier when the referee got knocked over or something. 
Um, yeah, that would be hilarious. Um, yeah, Becky Lynch is the champ. I think Bianca Belair is winning, and so I think this is her like little payback of this story. They tried to make everyone mad by you know making her lose the belt quickly, and this is sort of the payoff for all the backlash and whatever. So Bianca will win, and that's that's about it. I'm kind of bored by the whole thing at this point, but I was more bored until Monday with the haircut. Yeah, that that right. Yeah, they should have they should have cut it off. Becky the Barber Beef Curtains. That's what we were calling her. (laughs) I I I I I did think that too, but I when I look at this card Mm. and. It feels like to me that Steve Austin's going to go on last, and then yeah. you have two women's title matches on the card. Where do you, how do you flip the belts? Like you flip, so you flip every women's title. None of them are the main event, and also you then have I imagine Sasha Banks and Naomi winning the tag belt. So every woman, mm-hmm. every woman's title is changing apparently, according to the odds as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel that you know you have WrestleMania, the WrestleMania Backlash show coming up the next month, rather than. Becky losing the belt in the opener, or let's say Charlotte and Ronda is the opener, and Ronda wins the belt in the first match. Does Becky lose the belt in match four, and then you have those two title changes in match one and match four? It just seems like it would be lost, and it seems like you could do it as the main event next month. Okay, that, yes, that's that's the that's that's the only issue I have. Yeah, somebody's got to lose. Somebody in there has to lose. I get what you're saying. Um, that, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. It's something to do. Maybe, you know, Becky will cheat or get disqualified or whatever. Um, and, and it's a forget about it. We'll get back to that later. I get, that makes sense. All right. Uh, the Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. Uh, my thought is that the good guys here will win, but I think Logan Paul will become a baby face. Like Miz will do something too much and he'll be like, Hey man, I'm not cool with that. And try to get him as a, a fan favorite a little bit. Cause he's a famous guy. Yeah, he'll he'll blame him for the loss, like if there was something at the end or towards the end, like it's your fault. You know, yeah, you, yeah. I told you what to do and you didn't listen, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. so he gets I mean, knocked out then at the end by uh, Logan Paul. Then. Yeah, they go with the Mike Tyson WrestleMania 14 knockout. Yep. There you go, Billy. What do you think? I don't think celebrities lose. I think I, I don't <laughs> think celebrities don't lose at WrestleMania. So I think I mean they're they're for what they. I bet you celebrities have got a streak like the Taker. If we look back on the <laughs> if we look back on the show. I mean, LT one for God's sake. Um, LT so, yeah, being a um, long veteran well, the, in the business. <laughs> the Miz will take the pin. That's all. The Miz will take the pin. Yeah, he probably he might actually get knocked out and then get pinned. And so there's no confrontation. Like there's confrontation during the match where he just knocks him out, and they're not like arguing after it's over. I I I, I often take hints from the television, and I feel that the Mysterios made their comeback on Monday. Rather than WrestleMania, did you see how on top? If you see how on top the Mysterios finished on television on mm, Monday, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't seem like obviously. Yeah, okay. I, they 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 got their they got their they got their sort of um, self esteem back like by doing that. And then I feel the finish of this match is maybe the Miz going too far and Logan Paul turning on him after they win, like just carrying on beating them up after the bell or, or something or whatever. Or, you know, they beat him up after the bell and and Logan Paul holds Mr. Dominic up or something and he gets out of the way and 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 Logan Paul gets punched in the face and then he punches the Miz back or mm. something like that. I, I, I don't I just I just always um, subscribe to the philosophy that celebrities don't lose. I thought they were giving us little clues with the whole when the Cleveland thing was happening because it was like Paul wasn't 
right. 100% with it when it was like, oh, it's my hometown. So, uh, Rollins versus the to be announced that we talked about a little bit earlier. I thought this would have been good if it started off the show because it starts off with a big, you know, bang here. Um, like we said, I, I, I guess we're saying whoever is going against Rollins at the end, if it is Gauntlet and everything, and if it's Cody Rhodes that Cody's winning this. And I, I do like the idea of a Gauntlet because that does save face for Rollins that he got beat after so much time because if he's supposed to go against Roman soon, like me and Billy were saying, how do you make this guy a little bit strong and he's losing all these matches, but not like it really matters in the grand scheme of things for wrestling. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, because they can keep it going now. You know, hey, yeah, you beat three other guys, or I had to beat two other guys before you. You know, and now he's got this feud, and now they can continue, like you said, to the the, the other WrestleMania backlash and things like that. Yeah, Oop, I hit my button here. <laughs> Go ahead, Billy. What do you think? Yeah, I just yeah, obviously, I, I think Cody comes out and beats him. But but this is the thing. While as we're talking about the show. Already, as we're breaking it down, it's like, oh, my God, like, Bianca wins the title at last. Oh, my God, Cody Rhodes makes his debut. Oh, my God, Logan Paul turned on the mist. Oh, my God, Ronda Rousey's won the belt, too. And, oh, my God, at the end, Austin's coming. That's not how wrestling shows works or is structured. So, like, I'll jump ahead and say I think Charlotte's keeping that belt. And I'm only saying that because I can't. That Ronda Rousey, that promo the other day, <laughs> that pissed me off. I was like, all right, this, she doesn't want to be here. She's just here for WrestleMania now, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but that was uninspired to me. I don't even know why she changed her mind. Where she said, what, the uh, SmackDown Women's, or she said the Women's SmackDown Championship. I'm like, just continue on. Barry through. I mean, it's it's not that big of a deal yeah. to put the opposite. But when she just said SmackDown Championship, so, okay, well, now you're going crazy here. Um Here's a match that everyone has been waiting for. Only one guy on the screen, I think. And that's Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. <laughs> They're trying. I saw them. There was a glimpse of this is personal. And then he never went into why it's personal. He's to kill him with the sword. I'm kill hoping. With the sword. I want him to be a godfather and melt down the sword into a chain. So it's gone now. I want yeah. this sword gone for Drew's yeah. sake. This is horrible. And I keep thinking because they keep going, it's named after his dead mother. It has to be disgraced somehow. I don't know if Corbin's coming on the sword or what's going on, yeah. but something has to happen to get rid of this thing because it, it's just, you know I hate that he carries this damn sword. I melted down the sword and I gave it to my friend who has a piercing shop. In oh. fact, a part, of, a part of that sword is on me right now. And if we weren't on TV, <laughs> I would introduce you to Prince Albert myself. Or Prince Angela. That's what you yeah. did. There you go. He melted it down and made a cock ring or something. Oh, That's great. See, that would be great. Now your mother will always be here with me. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. But this isn't the 90s or 97. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Uh, I think we're all obviously uh, Drew wins this because they Drew make a big deal it. about Happy Corbin is undefeated. Motherfucker. You know what, though? <laughs> you know you're saying it. You can't have everything be happy. I mean, if you're going to make Drew lose something and go on to WrestleMania backlash, I mean, what, you know, this is a DQ you know, two-on-one situation, then Drew chases everybody with the sword and we do this <laughs> all over again and I want to die. Don't run with scissors and impale himself. What do you think, Billy? What's ha- Have you been told a secret on the side? He goes, guess what? I'm winning this match. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, the only thing I spoke about was, uh, the only conversation I had was to make it more personal because in real life, 
these two guys are, are friends who travel together with Bobby Lashley and and, and Sheamus like together. Uh, that 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 little group of four and and Jinder Mahal as well. Sorry, um, but yeah, that that that's a that's like a a little click, and there's no mention of that at all on television. And you know, I said, why don't you mention that you know, we were we were friends, and since I became WWE champion, we haven't spoken ever since because Corbin thought he should be the champion first. And uh, but I'm not underestimating him because this is personal. I know how much he wants to beat me. I used to train with a guy. He's not a joke. Like add a serious element to it, and which you know he told me that he had tried to get that get that over the line with with writers and whatnot. But they're more interested in just going down this path, and I think that's because you need to have this match on there where it fills out the card. You need to have this match where you give people time to breathe, and even as somebody who knows the guy. I think when from every match that we've covered so far, and I have to, I know the guy, but at the same time, I have to do my job properly. Uh, that there isn't a match more likely where you would go to the bathroom. This is the popcorn than, than, match, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- th- I have to speak honestly about it. I mean, I wouldn't because I know the dude, but like, I mean, for 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 your neutral fan, yeah, you would you would go I to the toilet based on, but no, I wouldn't. But really? like based on how this one. <laughs> Like, yeah, you're my buddy. Done, I don't yeah. need to watch this. It's okay. Um, so, one, one time I fought with Bill about knowing Drew. Like, oh yeah, you were like, you didn't, know, you don't know him. No, no, like, no. It's such a side thing, but it's really funny. I had Drew on the show a couple of times, and Bill, uh, you know, knows him obviously even more. And so, like, I didn't really know Bill, and I were on Twitter, and I said something just ridiculous. I was like. Yeah, he's my best friend or something like that. Like I just said this. Like, you know what I mean? Like like I was just saying, I know him more than you do, you know, just being a prick, you know, online. And we do you remember that? It was No, like, I don't remember that at all. Oh my god, we were in like this huge you guys fight. I had a little on, mini war just from that. I, I tell you, yeah. the, the, the irony of that story is is that I worked with a guy mm-hmm. called uh when I was on Steel Cage, I used to work with a guy called called Derek. He I, was called I, I, Derek. I <laughs> not his name but he was called <laughs> yeah I, he, he's still called Derek uh, and um here's Derek yeah, so, by the way, here here is Derek here listen my name is Derek Montia occasionally known as a big ass piece of shit there you go right. <laughs> um, so so what happened was is that this guy well I had him on the show and he contacted him and I was like oh I'd love to have you we'd love to have you on again like I'll come on my show because they were starting to like branch off these like sub shows. Like I, there was steel cage. I had the dirty sheets. He had to have a show because I had a show because he's a real radio DJ in Arizona because, so I can't have my own show. He hasn't got his own show. So he had to, he had to get him on for an interview, like just after I had him on. And then he started like texting him or whatever. So when he won the bell, it was like the celebration. <laughs> they had of champagne. My, they were crying. My, <laughs> Yeah, it's like it was like my brother. My brother has won the championship. Yeah, he's like our friend, and he goes, "I was so happy and going through the history and oh." And then he was like, "I he texted me from Raw after he got beat up by Brock Lesnar." And we were like, "Oh my god!" That's that's how that he said. He said he texts me. He texts me as soon as uh, this thing was the thing with Brock was done. That's how strong the love we share is. Yeah, the love we share. He the love we (laughs) share. That's how that's how excited I felt the same way, but I know him way less. I just pretended like uh, he's been on the show twice. He texted me before, like, oh, he's been on my other shows. Like, he we he's our guy. Like, and then Bill was like, 
you know, shut up, you know, you don't even know him or something like that. And I was like, you don't know him, you know, and we just played. It was just we we're messing around. But it was funny. Oh, that's what I say when we talk to uh, Bischoff. I go, my best friend, Eric Bischoff. We've talked to him twice. <laughs> I know, but I know. It's, it's funny. It's always the I, think I, thought, I remember I had one. I don't, I give shit to, um, who's the guy? Remember when Bischoff launched a website for like a second? No. There was a guy, Nick Houseman. Oh. And, oh. Bis- yeah, so Bischoff. Oh, the, rest, the WrestleZone dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, WrestleZone or whatever. So he was launching a site with Eric Bischoff and Eric, brought me and like JD on the call with him to like launch this site. And I, it's, I kept saying in my head, I was like, this is like Patreon, except no one's going to get it. I don't think, but like they had this whole idea, him and Nick or whatever. And we want you and JD. And I'm like, but we already have Patreons. So if we come onto your thing behind a paywall and I was just trying to explain how I don't, I don't think it's going to work. Oh, out. I, I had me and Nick had that. We, we were contacted by, uh, uh, that guy and someone called Nick Paglino and Eric uh-huh. Bischoff, and we were and we were put on a call with them as well about this. And yes. We didn't understand, and we didn't understand that either. We didn't understand how we were going to get paid. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Did, none of it made sense at all. And then it was like, well, but dude, like we all do our own paywall shows, so we would all have to come up with a new show that like nobody that you know it's, it doesn't make any sense, you know. And so anyway, but yeah, so it, it, I don't think it worked out after like a couple months. The site went down or whatever, and I remember Nick Houseman. Um, I don't know. He, I don't know what happened to him. I think he's on wrestling something now. Was he pissed off at him because he talked about didn't you tuck your shirt into your jeans or something? That that's where they had a falling out when they used to do a yeah. podcast together. Yeah. I'll yeah. Something about oh that was that was I've had a lot of these things. I don't know. Jim Cornette didn't like my hat being backwards. And really, whatever. I've heard Jim Cornette like mention you one other one time before, but I was like, I didn't catch all of it or whatever, and I was like, wonder why he's mad at you. I didn't hear the whole. Why he's pissed I don't off. understand it either. He, I, I did a show with Kenny Bolin, and one of our podcasts didn't go up to iTunes in time, and Kenny flipped out and uh, was like, "Oh fuck, Joe Cronin," and then, and then that triggered Jim Cornette, I guess, to be like, "You suck." And then I was trying to get Cornette on my show because him and Santino got in a fight, and they were fighting everywhere. And I said, "Hey, why don't you come on my show and we'll talk about it?" And I put like dollar signs on the tweet. Yeah, I. I I tweeted him two or three times, and that that was it. He was like, "No, you suck. You know, you're a Jesus. mark idiot." Yeah. So yeah, we when we when we uh, when we fell out with uh, we well when I fell out with Russo, say, hey, it's dude, Russo. I don't burn that bridge. Yeah, I, I wanted to. Uh, well, I haven't burned the bridge. He still talks to me now. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, um, I tried to get, man of God. Then I tried to. I, I wanted to get Cornet or Bischoff on to replace Russo on his show. And I, I, I ended up getting, I ended up getting Bischoff on. So that's how we ended up uh, getting in contact with Bischoff. You know, I, I still talk to him now. Like he doesn't come on the show, but like when Scott Hall died, mm-hmm. I gave, I sent him this, um, this video of where he was cutting a promo and someone throws a drink at Scott Hall's head and Hall just like rubs it into yeah, his he slicks head. It back. That's good. Yeah. And he goes, thanks. He goes, thanks for that. I'll tweet it out. So yeah, he's still cool. Like, but you know, I, I, I don't get people on, all the time, like until it's like completely relevant. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to get Bischoff on like once a month because it'll lose all of its, uh, yeah, lose all of its like appeal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Russo. I think Russo has muted me from life. So I don't know what happened, but <laughs> I'll yeah. ask. I'll I'll, tweet, I'll message him and go. Hey, last time I tried to talk to him, I asked what he thought of the new Batman, but I didn't hear back. So okay, Cab will talk. Cab and Russo will talk all the time, and then the conversation ends whenever Cab says. 
all right, so how about doing a show together? And then all of a sudden, Russo will disappear for about four, for four days and like it, it pretend he hasn't read it. That's what he does. Next time you tell him, I got 300 bucks, come do this show with me. <laughs> the thing work. is, he's always available. Like he uses it as a job. So it's like you're 8 a.m. to whenever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I have a real life job. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I would like to do this at 9 a.m., believe me, and get rid of the other job. Yeah. But you can't do that. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I think we all know how this will end. Uh, the Usos versus Boogs and Nakamura. I do enjoy Boogs' nonsense. I do like him. Um, it is weird that he cut his hair out of the blue and they, I'm like, they couldn't have done this in something. And now his t-shirt even has him with the ponytail. Um, I assume obviously the Usos win this just to keep everybody in that little bloodline to have their titles. Yeah, so. although they've taken him away before and brought him back. It's weird, but I agree with you, though. Yeah, I would keep the belts on the Usos, keep that contingent as strong as possible. Hell, I would turn Boogs and knock a more on themselves, and they should have had a hair versus hair match, but I guess that's not happening now. There you go. What do you think, Billy? Yeah, I think that they will turn on each other. Uh, I think Boogs will be the face, though, um, when they when they do do that. But, yeah, I think that's, I think that's where it's going. I think you try and get two matches out of it. And the Usos win both, and then you do the turn, I think. Mm-hmm. SmackDown Women's Championship. Joe gave us a little taste earlier, and this is uh, Billy's dream girl, Charlotte Flair, versus Ronda Rousey. Charlotte is the champion. Um, I'll say Ronda wins just because. Uh, I figure, God forbid, they ever have Ronda lose anything. Uh, and you were saying you think Charlotte's going to win, Joe. I'm going way outside the box. Yeah, this is. Crazy, uh, I think it's yeah, it's it's such a thing that you know Ronda should be winning and she's the good one. Finally, take it off Charlotte. But this is such an afterthought now. This match to me, like it did never got started the way I, I and going the way I thought it could or would or whatever. And after that promo the other night, it feels like Ronda's heart isn't into it the right way. You know, normally when she goes spastic on her rants, I actually like them because she's so whacked out. But I I don't know. Charlotte was very pro in what she was doing the other night and Ronda was very just all over the place and at this point I think Ronda's just back for the Wrestlemania thing you know that's about it what do you think Billy yeah I think I think Ronda wins I know I know she's not back for the Wrestlemania thing I know she's here till next year's Wrestlemania I know she's I know she's going from Mania to Mania so she will be at next year's too but I just think I think she'll win but then also the only way I see her losing is if they tried to set something else up. So, I don't know, Becky loses her belt. Um, but she crosses path with Ronda backstage and Ronda, like, laughs at her and Becky then comes out and costs Ronda the match because Ronda laughed at her because uh. she lost. Or, you know, in the in the, uh, the other match, you could have Bailey interfere and help because, uh, you know, Bailey's out because of Bianca. So, so Bailey could help Becky and then that takes Becky out and that means Ronda wins by herself. So, there's loads of scenarios, but I just feel that only one of these belts will flip. So and I'm, and I'm just more feeling Ronda winning because I think it's just a bit of a harder sell as a person to turn around to Ronda and go, hey, are you cool losing? Are you cool coming back after a month and losing in front of like 98,000 people or whatever? I, I just feel it's a difficult conversation to have from someone who's not in the business. Like I feel that Ronda came back to win. So I just feel she's going to win. I don't think they're going to fuck around with people who aren't, you know, the biz, like it's, it's different telling Drew McIntyre or Seth Rollins or, or Charlotte or Sasha, so your results changed. I don't, I don't think you could do it to Ronda Rousey. I just feel that that's not going to be a conversation they're going to have. 
Uh, to wrap up the first day. Well, by day. the way, just to add to that, she has been terrible every week on TV. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, first of all, she was doing the whole I'm still a bad guy thing back, and then they told her to stop it. And, told and then her it's smile. Like, and now she's and now she's being like the most like the worst good guy. I just feel that like they're giving us so much shit to re- remember um, that, that they should just go out there and go, "Hey, talk about this," yeah. and that's it. And I feel that it'll look better than what they're trying to do. She's it's just overproduced, and she's not capable of doing it. Yeah, she's a bullet point person. She's definitely not a script person. So the even that it's it's sending her off her her mark. Because yeah, if they just gave her bullet points like they have before, that's where she's able to rant and rave however she wants to. But yeah, clearly she was frustrated by having to try to stay on a point the other night, I believe. So to close out that first night, they have this be the last one that we would talk about for day one, and we'll get into day two. And it is this is this will be a good discussion because it's Austin versus. KO, possibly. Uh, it's the KO show with special guest Stone Cold. So my thought is, obviously, I can't imagine that they sit down for four seconds to talk. I think Austin goes to the ring and starts beating the shit out of him, and they're brawling all over the building. And I don't know how this ends other than, okay, they finally get back to the ring, and he gets stunned, Owens does, and gets beer poured on him. I, I would like it to be a match. You've said, Billy, that... Austin is getting in shape and is in shape and everything like this, and there's no wellness for him. Um, but I, I don't, I, I don't know where they're going with this. Still, why have they? Here's the weird thing: why have they said it's his first time coming back in the ring in 19 years, or at WrestleMania? Yeah. Even they've said that it's like, well, he's been at WrestleMania over the last, before that, so there's something. Yeah. They're, they're advertising it as something's different about this. And then at one point, I went through my mind and thought maybe he's going to show up on the show. And then challenge him to a match the next night. Oh, so now the KO cool. show happens on what night one and night two is the actual match. I'm not here for a damn show. I'm here to whoop somebody's ass and that's your ass. Like, and then now, now you got a match happening, but so you could get him on two nights now, but otherwise KO will think it's a show, try to get out of a match. Cause he just wants to do his show. And then it turns into a match, but I don't know. I don't know what it's it is either. But I like that. If you don't have a match. That was a hell of a bait and switch. If we just see a stunner and beer mm-hmm. poured on a guy, I mean, we were lied to at that point. Billy, what do you think? Billy froze. I think Billy is frozen, or he's just yeah, that is a, a hell of a <laughs> there that's he is. A hell of a pose, man. <laughs> Screenshot that. I know. I was like, all right, I mean, there, there you go. You're back. What do you think about I mean, that whole idea, Billy? Yeah, I mean, I felt all along that there was going to be a lot more because, I mean, he was he was he was told to get in shape. I just think I, I just feel the advertising is there to lower expectations. I, I feel that it was supposed to be a match, and I feel that somehow we get a match here. We we definitely get a a brawl with a definitive like last man standing. Um, but I, I I feel that they'll, they'll somehow can they've somehow convinced him to do a match just from the way that he's talking. And from what I was originally told, that it was going to be a match. Um, and also, with the other angle that I've spoken about here, and then been the only one to talk about it, there's a lot of money on the table for Stone Cold Steve Austin for Saudi. And Saudi have managed to get nearly everybody on their list. One of the only people they didn't get is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the other one was Yokozuna, because the Saudi guy had to be told that he was dead. Um, <laughs> but but he, which he didn't, which is a true story. Wow. Um, they should have just dressed but, up some big yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> lie. They wouldn't know. 
<laughs> Great. Um, Bono, maybe. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. but yeah. So they've. Uh, so yeah, this 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 is what they this is what's in the future for him. And we've heard Brock mention him and Roman mention him, and that's a lot of money. Like the the Saudi money for for Steve Austin is more than everybody else. So if you're looking at that and you can get yourself into shape and you can do this brawl with Kevin Owens and it comes out fine, you're almost advertising your limitations and or, whilst you're also advertising what you can do. So whereas it's like these are my limitations and these is, this is what I can do and you're showing, you're using WrestleMania as an advertisement to your Saudi, you know, to the Saudi people that want to pay you this money and they sign off it and go, okay, we're fine with what we saw then Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be in Saudi Arabia, which is where the big money is really going to start to come in. So I know that's all I know. My inside knowledge is that that's all on the table for him. And Mm. I just feel that this, this is going to be a lot, lot more than a match because it's going to be a way to show them. This is what you're paying for. Do you still want to pay for it? Okay. Thank you. I'll take that money, please. So that's what I think. Okay. Let's get into night two. Start moving through these. Bobby Lashley versus Almost. I don't think there's too much discussion. I think finally Almost loses because of what we saw on Monday that Bobby barely could get him down to, you know, his back. Oh, my God, it's the first time he's been knocked off his feet. And I'm trying to think, did he, did AJ not knock him off his feet at all that match? I, I couldn't remember. I, I wouldn't so. remember. Down to a knee, maybe? Yeah. Down to a knee, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, I would think uh, Lashley wins this. What do you think, Joe? Is Joe there? Bill, there we go. Oh, there you go. Joe. I hit the button again. Uh, what was that again? I'm sorry. What do you think? Up. Who wins this? I it's. I think uh, Bobby Lashley's going to win. I think it's going to be. Well, you know what? I yeah. I think it's Bobby Lashley. I think this is them using Bobby to. You know, they're going to try to get him his win back. You know, he kind of sunk down a little bit here. He got injured. Those sort of things. Almost has been built up really well. But I, I, there were other people who thought almost was going to, it's almost like they're building almost up, you know what I mean? So that he can put somebody to else lose. over. <laughs> yeah. Still lose. So he's being built up so that he can lose. Somebody can conquer him. And this could be the end of the guy really for yeah. the most part. Other than this is probably the story, the, the story of the end for him. I was uh, thrilled that they had a handicap match against the Viking Raiders and just killed. I'm like, this is a top tag team. He kills them in four seconds. I loved it. I can't stand them. Uh, Billy, what do you think on that match? From what I know, um, it was always a case of we need to showcase Omus on this card and have him doing something big at this year's Mania uh, to the point where, if you recall, uh, I told you they were having this match four months ago. And originally, this was the match for the title where Omus was going to win the belt. So if he has that, if he has that thought, like his way and with the undertaker being his protector, which I don't know if Joe knows about that, but the undertaker is, is very high on Omos thinks he's the biggest attraction since Andre the giant. Jesus. And it's basically Ooh. said, and it's basically said to him that, you know, if WWE are ever making you, you know, if they're ever making you look, vo- uh, booking you to look too vulnerable, call me and I'll fix it for you. So wow. I think, I think like with that, with that guy in your corner and he's going to be there as well, by the way. Um, mm. Yeah. I think, I think almost is going over, but the one thing I do think might happen is that MVP goes with Almas. So Bobby Lashley ah. doesn't lose too much. Ah, so, well, MVP goes and helps almost win against I mean, screws Bobby Lashley. That's possible. That's yeah. Possible. He, can't speak, he can't, he can't speak. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, then he can say, you know, yeah, I, 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 that's a great idea. I that's love that. Yeah. 
I'm glad we're doing these now. So when I do my predictions, I'll have this. <laughs> you go, all new you know, I got an idea. MVP. No, <laughs> great idea. And I'm not going to tell you it was Bill. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, Raw Tag Team Championship, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. I like a little bit of the salty street profit when they're getting to be bad guys. I've liked what they've been able to do. Like, I think it's a completely different look when you hear all oh, Montez being uh, a little bit uh, dicky out there. So I'll say that the street profits win this and just become full fledged bad guys here. You think Joe? Yeah. Um, After getting oh, killed on Monday too, by the way. Yeah, they did get killed on the go home show, which mm -hmm. you know would make you think RK bro. And it's about time maybe that RK bro, you know, break up. But maybe they—I don't think they are going to break up though. Even if they lose the belts, I feel like they're, they're still going. But um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Street Profits too, just because we're so face heavy at this point. And also, you know, there's a new look for them. There's a new uh, there's a new vibe. They got to go one way or the other, but my my worry is that they're just going to fall right back into faces again. You know, when they have the belts, and mm. you know, they really didn't get to experience what they you know get into what they could do as heels. But yeah, I had the Street Profits uh, winning this as well. Billy, I think the Street Profits win on Raw. Okay, next uh, night. I think I think you need. I, I, my understanding is that, that that they are really trying to rectify that particular show in terms of the fact that it's lost its appeal and there's a conscious effort to do things on it. I think I'm hearing that Balor and Priest was moved to Raw. Um, so Because they're I, in the Andre, like, right? Yeah, when they were on WrestleMania. So now they're on Raw. So I feel like they're doing as much as they possibly can for that show, which is going to include, I think, that that heel turn for the Profits. Or, I mean, it could go a different way. Profits could win at Mania and it could, have, it could be the heel turn of Randy Orton on Raw instead. Mm. But I feel that they'll they'll they can slow it down by having the profits just turn heel first. You don't think they will uh, fool us and have it be Riddle who turns on Orton instead? That's your thing, but I, I just yeah. don't see how he can do that. Okay. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. You know the whole cast of Jackass will be there, and I'm expecting a room full of mouse traps that somebody's going to roll around in. There's going to be nonsense left and right in here, and actually might be entertaining, to tell you the truth, because if it's just a live jackass show, then it might be entertaining. I don't know if we're going to see Pontius's dick or what's going to go on, but um, <laughs> I, I would, like uh, Billy says, celebrities do not lose at Mania, so I will be saying Johnny Knoxville wins this match. Yeah, I think I think the jackass crew has to win here. But, yeah, I hope it's entertaining. I hope it's funny and crazy and ridiculous. I hope it's better than I could think of. So A pre-tape, they're running through the backstage and all kind of nonsense happens so they could, you know, tape yeah, this ahead of time. They shoot Johnny Knoxville out of a cannon to, <laughs> to land on him for the cover. <laughs> I'm figuring someone's getting paintballs shot at them. They're pulling matchbox cars out of their asses. Something's going on here. My, my question is, not that long ago, he had a major head injury, and now he's at WrestleMania. I can't. Like, he was he just on in. The Tonight Show. Yeah, like, what, three months ago? He was like, I have a massive head injury. Oh, now I'm going to go wrestle. God. You know, I, I mean, it couldn't be worse than what he had to do with the catheter for a couple of years. Breaking yeah, that I up. mean, is this going to be a cinematic type of match, though? We don't. I don't know, but, yeah, that makes sense, right? I mean, they, yeah. they, this would be their only one of this WrestleMania after they had really been doing that for the last, since the Matt Hardy stuff. Mm, yeah. What do you think, Billy? Yeah, I mean, if there's ever been a celebrity that could be on Mania and lose, it's him. 
because he's not he's not one of these that come from sports. He's not like LT or he's not anybody from combat sports. I mean, Logan Paul is from combat sports, whether you take it seriously or not. So Johnny Knoxville could afford the loss, and it could be from him doing a, a stupid stunt that he misses. Yeah. Like, he could uh, still come out of this credi- but credibly by, you know, jumping in a ball of fire or whatever, you know? Like, he could do something. Uh, but no, I, I, I still think celebrities don't lose. But I just think that he could lose in a way where he, he comes off looking good, where he does the stupid stunt that makes himself lose, the banana peel, you know, whatever. Uh, what he, he's going to jump off a cell, and then Sami Zayn can say, I killed Johnny Knoxville. We don't know where Johnny is. There you go. He just disappears afterwards. Uh, yeah. McAfee versus Austin Theory. Um, I think they had it right when we had like Adam Cole versus uh, McAfee because I was like, they can't have McAfee beat a guy who's, uh, you know, I'm like, it's just so goofy to me. So I think Austin Theory wins this some way, somehow, but this is the big weird thing. Do we have McMahon helping and showing up? This is what is up in the air, and this is what Billy will probably shine more of a light on. Um, I'll pick Austin Theory to win this just if it's flat out, you know, these two guys going. Uh, what do you think, Joe? I think I think in some way, regardless of what happens, yeah, I would pick Theory to win, but in some way I, I would think that he's going to try to go too far. You know what I mean? Even if he wins, he goes. he's going too far for McMahon somehow. You know, whatever that means, I don't know. Or, or even if he got disqualified, he went too far. Um, so I'm not sure, but yeah, I would think Austin theory would win this. I can't believe, uh, you know, that you would have uh, Pat McAfee win, but you know, you could do almost anything here, but, um, whatever it is, I think he's going to do something kind of out there. You know, he'll do anything to win this match to, for McMahon's love or whatever the hell they're doing. Um, but it sh- hopefully it'll be good where I'm hoping this is one of those ones that steals the show, you know, somehow, or is massively entertaining more than it should be. So Yeah. Austin Theory. Yeah, I mean, it was when it was Cole and uh, McAfee, it was shockingly actually a good match. Really? So, yeah. What do you think, Billy? This is your your big shining, what you think's going to happen here. Well, I, that's the thing. I, you know, you'd be right about everything, and you'll be like, mm-hmm. hell, hell to this. But yeah. this, this, is, this is just from previous information where I was told, you know, that Vince was going to be wrestling on this show. Uh, and I was told it was all part of the conclusions to the document documentary. So, Whatever they've announced and whatnot, I'm not going to change from that. I still think that this, whatever this is, it ends with Vince McMahon pinning Pat McAfee. Whatever the end of it is, I think Vince pins Pat McAfee. It could that, be. That, the, that's the. What if Austin loses and then McMahon comes out and says that now it's a tag I'll team match? You. I'll show you how to do it. Yeah, I'll show you how to get it done. Well, maybe this is a gauntlet, Joe, like where mm-hmm. he beats. Him and him and Shane, and or maybe it's like a handicap match or mm-hmm. or, or whatever. So I, I don't know, but I, I just feel that in the end that that's what that's what will end up happening. They, they, I just don't think there's any way that Vince isn't out here for this with his with his tank top on doing something. And you think it's a tank top? That that sweatshirt hiding? Yeah, no. and, and and you're right about all this stuff. Seeing Vince as much as we have everywhere in first interview and all these other things. He's coming out at WrestleMania for something. And there's, there's, like you said, yeah. there's no doubt about it. He's coming out there. He wouldn't have been on TV this much unless he was doing something. Every time I hear him, I'm, I clear my throat while he talks. I go crazy for a minute. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, women's tag team match. This is Queen Zelina and Carmella, the champions versus Naomi and Sasha versus Rhea and Liv Morgan versus Natalia and Shayna. And I was like, you know what? 
uh, Seth should have just interfered in Roman and Brock's match, and he would have been put in a WrestleMania match because that's all you got to do to get into Mania, apparently, is just, just interfering shit. I don't know why he's going through all this. Uh, I will say the champions retain here. Uh, just because this is a mod podge of let's make tag teams and put them together and... This is a this is really a, a who gives a shit match for me totally. Uh, I really don't care. What do you think, Joe? If it's on the is this on the pre-show? Do we know? Or we don't know. <laughs> no, I think it's on the show. It's on the real show. I mean, then I will I will stick with the with the champions retaining because nobody really knows what's going on here. Nobody cares. This is just I think it's just get everybody on the show and Sasha should be stuck with a tag belt. Yeah, know. no, like that's just. And her and Na- maybe her and I mean her and Naomi are the ones I would think if you want the happy ending or whatever, right? Because they're they're kind of creating this buzz around themselves right now a bit. But no, I'm going to stick with Zelina and Carmella retaining. Billy, uh, that does make sense because I mean we can't have every women's belt changing and Bianca and Rousey are favorites. But the only thing I have is the few weeks ago, WWE's WWE's Twitter posted a graphic. And it was Sasha Banks' WrestleMania record, and it's 0-6. Oh, wow. And I just feel that the company don't make light of that and then let you know that she's going 0-7. It's a very odd thing to do. Go, hey, she's 0-6, and that's that's in your mind. And then he's like, oh, she lost again. She's complete trash. So, yeah, I, I just once you once you put that into the into the universe, and you know, because you you guys just act surprised, right? So there was no need for me to tell you, like there was no wouldn't need even for them to tell me. Yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't notice either. But it's, I knew but it was it's bad. True. But, so, but, but yeah. don't you save her first win? You save her first win for that big match, right? Where it's like, and you haven't won at WrestleMania, and you're yeah. facing me for the title, like so that you want to have her first win be even more special, right? I think yeah, it, we would if we were booking it, um, <laughs> but but I think for them it's a case of they've now told they've now told you. What what's what, and I feel that like they'll 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 get that you know get that done. Like they'll just they'll just get that one there. I don't think for, I don't think it's good for Sasha if she if her mm-hmm. streak is she keeps losing till she wins a big match. I think that's yeah. I think this I think obviously this has happened this has happened by accident, and these belts don't mean anything for me chemistry wise. It seems like Liv and and uh, Rhea Ripley have less to do after this, and they seem like more of a tag team. Like you know, there's the way that they're gelling and whatnot basically with their borderline lesbianism as <laughs> that we that we that we see in real obviously looking like a lesbian. Um but um but yeah I just feel it's gonna be Sasha and Naomi. It's a quick it's an easy thing to do. Um whenever you can put belts on on black people, you'll take that opportunity as well. I they're also they're they're also again Naomi's one of those people that the fans are always like she deserves to yeah. win and and Sasha has her fan base, so it does make sense. Like here, here, have these belts. Get out of here, you know. And, <laughs> that's and, 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 and I think very quickly after that, you could have Sonya and somebody um, beat beat them as well, because Sonya's got that thing with Naomi and whatnot. So you could have Sonya and Sonya and somebody. You could bring a new a new person up through NXT or bring Mandy new, back with person. them with her. That's that's something you could do, yeah. I mean, that'd be rushed, but yeah, you could. I mean, I don't think I think Mandy's above being in a tag team now, but yeah. you could certainly do something with somebody where uh, where where Sonya wins the belt with someone. Two matches left, and we're out of here, kids. Edge Ooh. versus AJ Styles. 
You know, for as much stuff, it's like a lot of stuff has happened, but I don't think anything's happened. Like they had mm. the one attack and there was zero reason for it. And, and Edge has gone through all these promos where I don't know what he's even said. And he's in a blue light and just gone, we've gone in different companies and won the best <laughs> side. I'm like, I, why are you angry? I don't know why you're mad. What's going on here? And his, his second promo a little bit explained it, right? A little bit. The second one did. But, you know, Owens is cutting promos on a guy that's not there. And so isn't Seth. And it feels like Edge is too. <laughs> so I would say uh, AJ Styles wins this because it's always, you know, you got to get your revenge for just being beaten up. And I, I laughed because a couple weeks ago where it was Rollins going against AJ for a spot. And AJ said to the powers that be, so why are you doing this? No, no, don't answer that. I'm just going to win this match. I'm like, because they had no nothing to say back. They had nothing written to tell him back. There is no reason for why you would do that. Oh, you're having a blood feud? Nah, maybe we'll just give that to Rollins and you don't have a match. Um, but this is what we watch. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It shows you how weak the stories are. Because yeah. remember when Randy Savage uh, had uh, was bitten by the snake? Yep. Best thing ever. Right, so can you so can you imagine they're having that feud and it's a proper built-up feud <laughs> and they're having a match at like WrestleMania eight, which they didn't, or like or Tuesday in Texas, and someone says, Oh, you know, if you want to face if you want to keep your match with Jake the Snake this Tuesday, <laughs> then <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. Then, then 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 you need to beat the model the model Rick Martell who you're not even feuding with. Because he because he had a feud with, with Jake the Snake where he turned him blind. And he randomly just wants another shot at him this week. So Randy Savage has to beat the model Rick Martel to make sure he still faces Jake <laughs> in this blood feud on Thursday. It's so stupid. Like they, in the storylines, they, they say, why was it? Oh, it's, it's that people say, oh, you only think it's better because nostalgia is better. No, it's no. not better because of nostalgia. It's better because it's Makes better. Because, because logic is better. Yeah. They put his whole feud on hold so they could tell tell you how great whatever was going on with Seth is is going on. It it was so weird. Like, hey, Seth is the most important thing. You're you just tried to murder this guy, like, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I'm surprised we yeah. didn't have like Edge go to the powers that be and go, No, 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 what is this? No, no, I, I want this guy. I'm you know, <laughs> this is what we it's deal a, with. It's a way to blend the stories together. Like, I, I don't I, did you pick someone already? I don't I didn't remember. I'd said AJ will win. What do you think? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm actually gonna pick Edge because okay. I don't understand. He just turned heel. Yeah. He just said he never wins and blah blah blah. So I gotta believe mm. that he wins and does something crazy. Like I don't, like maybe he does something to AJ on the steps outside or something and bashes his face and that way he can go <laughs> on with this you know with this momentum of being a crazy heel and he's unhinged heel Edge. But if he loses here, it's like oh you just lose. It doesn't matter what you do, you doesn't always matter. lose. Yeah. What do you think, Billy? Who's winning? Yeah, I think Edge, new character, wins. Yeah, you normally just take the new the new character. Um, but yeah, I, I feel that this is one that you'll get at WrestleMania Backlash again. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel this could be one of the rematches. Um, the last match, which I think we're all just in agreement with, so it, it ends with a dud here, but it's going to be the most... I mean, this is the match that is wanting to see because they've had the longest storyline, at least, and build up and everything. It's title for title. And uh, did they even say that it is unification or just title for title? I can't remember. They seem to almost it's switch this. Well, they said unification because Brock said how their two baby, their two belts were going to have a baby. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe it yeah. makes the winged eagle after it mates. Let's hope. 
Oh, um, that'd be great. Make oh it a little bigger, God. but make it make it the winged eagle, but a little bit a little bigger version of it. You like, like the that. Triple H one, that big round one? That wasn't for me too much. I didn't love that one, but no, I like that a lot better than what they have now. That yeah. stupid WWE. Like, uh, uh, yeah, that's like like we don't know who they are. It's like, hey, everyone, this yeah. is our be- yeah. And I'm like, I get it when they're giving it to baseball teams so everyone sees their company. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, we got yeah. it. Everybody thinks wrestling is WWF anyway, that's so whatever. Note. Yes. Yeah, that's 100%. all of our favorites. Um, Even that's why you got to bring back the IC belt because it's so iconic. Yeah. But at this point, the lineage is so strong that whatever it is now, it just doesn't work. Looks like it looks like a couple of drum symbols were put on the belt or something. Yeah, it is odd. And like, and I mean, tag team. We shouldn't even get into that. The round, no, yeah, that's and, you know, no, the Trojans. None yeah. of the belts matter, so it doesn't even matter what it looks like. Because I'm glad it looks like shit. Because if it looked good and they were treating it like this, it would be that much worse. So until they're ready to treat the belt the right way, fine, leave it looking like that and bring back the good one when you're ready to go. Yeah, I was trying to think. I go. It took me a second. I'm like, who's the U.S. champion? Oh yeah, that just happened. But now they're in the Andre mm-hmm. Battle Royal instead, and uh, the IC title's not on WrestleMania. That shows you something where that was. That was my title back in the day. That IC was mine. Um, so yeah. Roman Reigns, I would think wins this. Like we said, we think he will be undefeated for a real long time. Not undefeated, but you know what I mean? Um, I would think all the way until next WrestleMania. Uh, what do you think, Joey? Yeah. Unless somebody blows up over the summer or something happens that we don't know about, but even then I think they'll want them to win the Royal rumble. Um, and, and, you know, it reminds me of like Daniel Bryan when he blew up, if Cody Rhodes blows up and people love Cody Rhodes, sure. Um, are they going to hold him back because they've got their mindset on Braun Breaker? So is it? Is it I wouldn't put Braun it past Breaker? them. Right, yeah. So I, but unless somebody takes over or something comes of that, then no, Roman Reigns will be champion until at least next WrestleMania. Really? Yeah, I think Roman Reigns, uh, back-to-back WrestleManias, yeah, I think he'll win this year uh, to go with last year. And then we'll get a third, I think, as well. I think The Rock will lose to him. I don't see the point. I don't see where you go if you give it to the Rock. I know. I agree with the don't give it to the Rock thing either. And but they've proved me wrong with the whole Punk thing when that happened, where it could have been title versus streak, and they completely screwed that up. Where I would have much rather seen that, but they have a guy who comes in for three months, win the title, because then it's against Cena. So, uh, I think that's it. We have done our WrestleMania preview and we're going to have all the festivities this weekend billy's been trying to get over here but he's having flight problems so he can't get to wrestlemania even though he bashes and goes oh, oh this sucks I, who would want to do this what? good lord oh, oh, God, let's go the bomb the bomb's going off <laughs> uh joe Sorry. tell us no i haven't been i can't get over there because of this stupid fucking vaccine thing that's it like i'll be trying to find like good fakes and things for the last Joe, two days. Joe, if he like gets that, in this country with a trust. fake pass, we're calling the services on him. I'm like, then He's we're all gonna be bombed. I'm right there. See, you're on the wrong side. I'm right near him. He can, you can just sail over here because I'm yeah, right you know. on the, I'm right on the east coast. Actually, where I just ship. moved three years ago. I used to see, I used to look out my window down the street, and it would be right across, right over to England, like over oh, that area. So is that where you are right now? Where are you? Yeah, I'm in London. Yeah. You're in London, yeah. So, like, I, I was looking right out at you all the time. It was just very far away down the street from me. <laughs> it was very foggy. It was hard to see. <laughs> it was foggy, yeah. Um, uh, I, I was in New York. Like, the last year that we could travel, I was in New York five times that year, like, going into New York and New Jersey, watching things, WrestleMania 35. Uh, I did, I went to the Money in a Bank, which was um, in Connecticut, like, a couple oh, yeah. of months you're later. Oh, yeah, close to me then, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Don't go to I mean, New York. Go, we don't like we don't like them here. And go I was gonna there. say, you, Joe, where are you from, Jersey? No, I'm in Boston. It's in Boston. All right. Sorry. So you yeah, know who's who's, his, <laughs> who's who's Joe's favorite quarterback? You think, Billy? Brady. Yeah. Obviously, obviously the Brady. guy who <laughs> destroys Rodgers every time. And the real GOAT. I'm a big Brady guy, and he goes crazy from it because I'm a Bears fan. But I'm like, I, I appreciate greatness is what I appreciate. Rodgers and CM Punk brush their teeth the same way. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with those two. They're both so healthy yet look so crippled. Like, they look like I think they're – But, no, I like – yeah, I like Rodgers a lot, though. I really do like him. It's too bad. He, he should have had a couple more, too. But um, it sucks that we don't have Brady. But – uh you know, I'm still kind of cheering for him. But, you know, bro, I grew up with the Patriots sucking. So, you know, until I was 15 years old, 16 years old, the Patriots just sucked. So, yeah, it's my, it's my only play. Super Bowl win is against the Patriots. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like five <laughs> and the Bears beat the shit. I was like, oh, the Bay, like, you lost to the Bears. People make, I'm like, yeah, it was like the best team. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> my claim to, f- I'm one of those Chicago guys that will never let go of the 85 Bears as long as I live. And then we lost to Green Bay in 96. So, yeah. Yeah, McMahon's two uh, Super Bowl championships against the Patriots. <laughs> so where do we find you, Joe? Where's our best way to find you? And people could subscribe. Is, is there any Patreon stuff, too, or what? what's going yeah. on? Patreon.com slash Joe Cronin Show. But, I mean, obviously go to Joe Cronin Show on YouTube. Watch me. See what you like. See what you don't like. And then if you really like it, then you can support on Patreon. But, yeah, Joe Cronin Show on YouTube. Okay. And, Billy, and, uh, go ahead, Joe. What do you say? Uh, I've just been too long. I've been doing it too long. Oh, uh, welcome to that club. I'm going to have conversations with you, I think, uh, on the yeah. side about certain things about uh, how you're doing certain things. Because I, I'd love I'm in to a, talk about it. Yeah, do a podcast about everything. I mean, I'd love to talk about everything. It's Yeah, fun. I'm in a paddle boat going upstream. I go, what? I can't move. So, uh, Billy, where can we find you for uh, betting purposes and all the good stuff? Yeah, so I'll do our plugs, and then I'm going to finish with something fun before we lose Joe. And um and yeah, just just to uh, just to finish the show off with something else. Um, so yeah, um, my betting packages are lockbetting.com. This is going to be out after April first, so you can sign up immediately to get all of April. We now have 106 months in a row of track profit, and WrestleMania picks are going out tonight. If that's what you're signing up for, uh, go over to the dirtysheets.com where I give all my wrestling news, and you can get a cheaper package. You can just get a combat pack for UFC and WWE instead. But if you want to get all sports and make money in all sports, head over to lockbang.com. There's loads of stuff. There's, we're making money in NBA every night. There's tennis. We had a nine-in-one boxing card last weekend. And, um, of course, we're, we're heading towards the end of the football or soccer season uh, where the Champions League is also being played as well. So, yeah, make sure you head over to lockbang.com. Check that out. Um, my Twitter account for wrestling is at K100Informer. And my betting account is at lockbetting.com. Don't tweet me about wrestling at lockbetting.com, at lockbetting.com. And don't tweet me about gambling at K100 and former. I don't want to mix these two things together. If if I want to get an account suspended ever again, it's just, it's only the wrestling one. The wrestling account is the only one I'm willing to have arguments on. Like, I'm not going to argue with you over at lockbetting.com because my, my, my sports gambling podcast bosses see it and I can't get in any more trouble. So... Uh, all my nonsense is at Lingus Mafia, wherever for social media, it is at Lingus Mafia, patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia, where I give you multiple wrestling review shows along with my regular show where we had our great Miss Lingus contest for the seventh year in a row, uh, where everybody voted. So, um, that's where you want with us. Uh, what do you want to finish with Billy boy? All right, Billy, what do you got? All right. So you can see all this 
I'm, I don't want to move this again and break it like we just did. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, all this, like, don't touch this, it, Billy. There's all this like nostalgic wrestling, WrestleMania stuff at the back. So I feel like, like we've lost the link over the last few years. Over the last few years, it feels less and less like this is the event that Hogan was in or that Austin won the belt in or whatever. Mm. But the WWE then this week released a list of the 38 best WrestleMania moments. And it feels like, yeah, they've remembered some of the big ones, but they have gone down that path where they, you know, Savage winning the title and that is not high up here in this. Like, like it's Randy more Savage, new stuff, not, new stuff that nobody yeah. cares about. Yeah, no. like Kofi winning the title is at number seven uh, and Rey Mysterio winning the belt at number nine and Randy Savage and Elizabeth reuniting at WrestleMania seven, but not Savage winning the belt in, in the top 10. So, the top five moments here are Shawn Michaels beating Bret Hart, the boyhood. Then you've got Becky winning the first women's main event at number four. Uh, Andre Hogan is at three. Mm. Seth Rollins cashing is at two. And me and Cav were both at that. And I don't think either of us will have it at number two all time. I'm not sure. Not two. Uh, Brock, no. Lesnar, Brock Lesnar ending the streak at one. So mm. just to finish on a fun thing, as we're all old school, uh, I wanted to get your guys' top fives. Oh, God. See, this is where you have to tell me ahead of time to have a top five. I can no, shoot out two or three. I don't want to get you ahead of time. That's the whole point. Like, I want mm. you to – what what will really come to your mind will be really what you remember. My, my first one to really remember is Hogan slamming Andre, Warrior beating Hogan. Um, the streak being broken by Brock is a big, is a big deal. Um, and then it kind of, uh, blurs for me. Um, the, the TLC match was pretty good. I don't know if that's a moment, but I mean, that was so the spear, this, the spear is yeah, a moment. Yeah. The, if you want to take, but things that like, those were the, the couple that pops in my head immediately. And you always think of course, like, Oh, possibly the greatest match ever that they say is, you know, uh, macho man. And, uh, and, and Steamboat, but I still think the be, the best match ever is Taker and uh, Sean. That was my favorite match. But, Matt, but, but, but this is the thing you've done. The, you made the mistake of you've made the mistake where you mix matches and moments, which You're is right. the same thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to Joe and then I'll do mine and I'll let you go last. Yeah, yeah I think in my brain I'm making the mistake of the matches as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because moments, I mean, like rather than Sean and Brett, moments to me is like. You know, when Sean entered the, the ring, you know, coming down sure. from the ceiling on the wire thing, like that was kind of crazy. I didn't expect that. Um, you know, Austin, you know, Austin and Brett at Mania 13. But that's not a moment either, right? It's a moment. But the bleeding is. Blood, yes. Right. The screaming, the blood, the face, the slam from Andre and Hogan. Um, I think the spear off the ladder in that TLC match, that's the moment there. Um, Jeff hanging from the belt and everything, you know, things like Shane getting, oh, no, that's actually not even WrestleMania. So, no, that's not a moment. Um, you know, I, I don't mind the Macho Man Elizabeth thing. That was a pretty big thing at the time, but I don't know if it's top five or whatever it was. Um, and, um, you know, Roddy Piper being half black was kind of a moment. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, Bad news I, with a possum in his... Uh... You know, big, uh, big boss man being hung was a hell of a moment. I was that. As a kid, like I was our 15 year old, I was like, oh, they just killed him, I think. Um, yeah, but no. So, I mean, yeah, I'd have to have time to think about I think Rock and Hogan 
with that sort of stare down in the stare crowd. Down. That's the top three at some point too. So that's, that's right there with the Andre slam with Hogan. So yeah, I can throw them out loosely, but yeah, we'd have, so, so I think I've got three or four together there. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, All right, so do you want me to go first and then you guys can do an actual list? If you, if, if you can pull one together. Well, I put so, time four together. Yeah. That's the best I'm given. Go ahead. All right, so I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Brock Brock winning against Undertaker as number one because I was there and I saw people's reactions and I saw men crying afterwards and everything and I've never really been around anything like like that and it was so subdued afterwards so I'm gonna go for that as number one, number two I'm gonna go for Hogan slamming Andre because I think that's the iconic moment and the streak ending could have be, had to be the only thing I think that pushed that out so I'm gonna go for for that. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with Austin bleeding because whereas they tell you that it was Austin 316, the speech, I don't think it was. I think the real catapult was Austin bleeding and leaving that WrestleMania with that. So I'm going to go with that as uh, as number three. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with Seth's cash in. I don't think it's I think it's I think it's in the top five just because they needed an out. They needed an out at that WrestleMania and everybody had this thing in their mind that Roman was winning because it was going to be Roman's like, you know, crowning moment that nobody wanted. And then they got that out. And I think everybody was just overjoyed. And there actually isn't a load of manias that I went to where people were happy with the end. I had a load of manias where John Cena won at the end and nobody wanted that. And I had obviously the Daniel Bryan one was great. And then you had 32 where Roman won at the end and 33 and Roman wins at the end. So it's difficult to finish Mania on that high where people leave with a buzz. And I think that, and I think that was the case. Um, number five, I had one in my head, but it just, but it, but it just, but it just popped out. Um, Bundy smashing the midgets. I got, um, no, no, you know, it one that popped into my head that I was thinking of was, you know, like even Shawn Michaels ending Ric Flair's career. Sorry. Oh, that was it. That was it. That, that was it. Yeah. I almost yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm cause I was there as well. That was, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. I love, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. I love you too. It's not, it's not, it's number five. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's mine. Um, for what I wrote quickly too, is I, I really, I don't even know if it's a moment, but when Sean is the referee in that one match and like, struggling with himself as Taker and uh, Triple H are killing each other, and he's like, end the match. That's fun, but I don't know where you would have that be a moment. But I have Cashin, number five, because uh, I certainly did jump up when that. I was like, oh, my God. Um, the stare down with Rock and Hogan. Ending the streak, number three. Warrior beating Hogan, two, and the Andre Slam as number one. I mean, it's how they open the shows now with the Andre Slam to open every show. So it's still a big deal that even though that wasn't really the first, but never mind that. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to eliminate one from mine now that I look at it. three, four, five, six, because now I've got seven. But I mean, <laughs> Hogan slams Andre. I might you might. Oh man, it's hard to say that the Brock beats Taker is huge. Mm. Seth Cashin, HBK, I love you. That's five. But then that leaves off the would leave off Austin. So I, you know what? I would put I would actually put for me. I think I would put Austin. Uh, bleeding at Mania 13 above that. So I'd have Austin bleeding at Mania 13, Seth's cash-in, Brock beats Taker, The Rock and Hogan stare down, Hogan slams Andre, and um, yeah, I, mean, I think that, that that's it. Is that your order? Is that your order? Austin bleeding is number one? No. No, I don't think that's, that's my order. That's the bottom. 
No, that's the that's it's towards the bottom, yeah. But it's oh, you said your, that's your reverse order then. It's my reverse. Yeah, I didn't put it in a good order for you, but there's you know there's other things too. Like even like as a kid, I'd put like people hated it, but I liked it as a kid. I was eight years old, and the Warrior came down at the end of Mania Eight, and that was kind of a yeah. fun oh, yeah. moment for uh, unrated oh, Warrior. I talked about that for weeks. Like I talked about that for ages. Like uh, when Warrior came back, you didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I. You know, I wasn't in the dirt sheets when when Hogan beat Yokozuna and Bret Hart told him to go in the ring. And there wasn't that outrage that there is now. It's like, yeah. oh my god, how could they do that? Bret Hart had the belt for so long, and Hogan just stole it. Like I'm yeah. like fucking ten years old. So what do I? I love like, that too. I loved it too well, when that. that part, yeah. That Mania 9 Hogan coming out is similar to me to Seth. Like, I know that's people wouldn't say yeah. that. They would say it was a tragedy, a travesty. But as a kid, I was kind of like, okay, Bret Hart could beat Yokozuna. Okay, now he doesn't. But then, oh, Hogan's, oh, wow. So that that same feeling as a nine-year-old um, is kind of what I had when, you know, Seth cashed in uh, during that cash that we talked about. Very similar feeling. Ah. And I also like the fire table. No one talks about the fire table. Like, oh, the moment where... Yeah, with and and the uh, and the heel turn again, like Austin's. They're trying to. They almost try to forget that Austin turned heel, but that the handshake yeah. at the end of seventeen. If you uh-huh. look at that 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 feud being the thing that generated the most money for the company, and then it the, the culminates with him actually joining him. Um, that's still a big moment. Whether it worked or not is irrelevant to the size of the moment. So I think these are all things to consider for the top ten. We should. It's a show that we can maybe do in the future with more planning. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's loads of shows like that. There's your actual top 10 Mania matches. There's your top 10 Mania moments. There's your Rushmore conversation. And that always kind of changes whether it's your wrestling Rushmore, which is the one that Ric Flair gets into, or your WWE yeah. Rushmore, which is the one where Ric Flair isn't anywhere near, is anywhere near it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. We could do our um, reverse top right. five, the biggest disasters from Mania. Get those couple things Yeah. Out. All we right. might be one this year. <laughs> yeah, let's wait. Yeah, because we might get it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Hope you enjoyed the show. It's a long one, but it was a fun one on our end, so we hope you enjoyed it too. Uh, I'm Cav. That's Joe. That's Billy. We'll see you next time.